Welcome to another podcast where I, Samantha Eason, owner and licensee of Exclusively Managed in Brisbane, discuss property management and strategies for managing your investment property. This show will discuss the many factors that contribute to poor management of investments and what makes a successful investment thrive. We would love to hear from our local investors directly. If you have a scenario or situation you would like our assistance with, hit us up online. Thank you and enjoy the show. Do you know the difference between a property manager and an investment specialist? This one might confuse you because it's not what someone says they are or what a company references their staff as. It's what someone actually is. So there are a few agencies that have stopped having property manager or senior property manager on their email signature and have replaced it with investment specialist or something similar. And that's not what I mean here. The email signature isn't a bad idea. It's good to be different. But if I'm going to tell you a little secret, it's actually the same thing, just jazzed up a bit. What I will talk on this episode about is the actual difference, the parts that investors and landlords don't think about, know about, or get told about, and the evidence I will use is my own professional growth over my career. When I first started in real estate, I was on the phone, a director of first impressions, you might say. But really, and I'm going to be honest here, I was a receptionist. I had no idea about the legal timeframes within the industry, how to use REST, the trust account program, and being completely honest, I still don't and likely will never learn REST and how to use it. I was promoted to an assistant property manager role within the year, and by this point, I had no actual property management training. That came later in the role. A lot later, actually. Fast forward a couple of years, I again found myself in another receptionist position, but also doing trust accounting and very little property management again. Not a bad thing because I became a master at trust accounting and it's a skill most property managers don't want to learn or don't get the opportunity to, which is great because I can understand a ledger well and that is very important within our role. If I'm going to be honest, again, all the customer service experience I have is probably what made me dive into being a real estate principal. Outside the support I received during that transition, I will always say that I've always wanted to do this differently than the norm and every other agency I've come across or heard about. So in between these roles and the many years between each, it was very much like my first year of refereeing soccer. I had no idea of the rules. I learnt offside in the most backwards way possible. Only a few of the basic things to card someone on, but I made it through. Around 25 years old, I remember after I returned to work from maternity leave, I found myself in an office with several tenants complaining and awful reviews online. I was taught to do many things incorrectly and not understand why this agency made it harder than what I was used to working in previously. I moved on and I was given an amazing opportunity within an elite independent agency that really shaped the property manager you are listening to today. Everything about me changed. The way I spoke and explained situations, dealt with disputes, 
understood legislation, and effectively everything I know today was because of the amazing training and experience I received in that role. Essentially, by being fantastic with my time management and customer service skills, I was able to take on more and that allowed me to learn more. I vividly remember working 15-hour days and I wouldn't turn back time and change anything. I loved this part of my professional growth. But I was so in love with what I was doing, I really wanted to be better. I wanted to learn more and I wanted to be able to achieve more. So I left that role and worked for another independent agency. Now, if I'm completely honest here again, I regret that decision because I didn't learn anything. The work was easier and really all I struggled with was remembering how to drive a manual again. So I guess that's a good thing to take away from this particular role, right? Probably not. But I loved what I was doing and I wanted to be better. If I'm completely honest again, I wanted to be the best. I wanted to know everything. So I took it upon myself. I read the legislation before I went to bed. I would search investment strategies, property management guides from other agencies, even some were overseas, and I just did anything I could to get my hands on information to upskill myself. And it was just like refereeing soccer again, because in between seasons after my first year, I got the rule book out. It was actually a FIFA accredited rule book and I read the whole book back to front and I grew to be fantastic and I did it for six years. But let's get back on track. What's the difference between a property manager and an investment specialist? It's exactly what I just mentioned. It's the information you are not taught within an agency as a property manager. I read and I learned everything I could that I wasn't trained on or hadn't been taught in previous roles. I was never told to read the act from start to finish. I was never taught to understand an investor's strategy or what their strategy might be and how can they achieve a result that they want. That came down to what I wanted to do for my clients, future and present, what I wanted to do within the industry and how to shape the industry. It's why I created the exclusively managed bespoke strategy. It's 100% true when you hear a good property manager is hard to come by because it's not the agency you're picking for your investment, it's the property manager. I was never taught what equity is or how to add value in an investment. A property manager is taught to fix something that's broken or send an email to the owner and hope they respond, I'll be honest. A good property manager is taught to get something fixed before it gets worse. But that comes down to actual training they receive within the agency. And I've been trained by some of the best property managers and overall managers I have ever come across. I've also seen many property managers in their role for 20 or so years just stop caring and not adapting to change. And in my experience, they go out of their way to not leave the office or the entry condition reports come back riddled with tenants 
comments because they are either too vague in the reports or going out of their way to not write down the actual description of a property. I have seen so many people leave the industry because of the stress caused within the role or being a part of an unsupportive environment. Even within those roles and those experiences of others and myself, I have 100% become a better property manager by doing the hard work myself and looking into the whole picture of investing and property management. And that's what the difference is. I still see property managers now, even some principals and licensees, not know the act and legislation. And even recently, one who has advertised a property with a comment that contradicts the act within the advertisement. And that is a straight up fine from the OFT immediately. There are property managers who aren't checking work after a large repair or renovation has been completed. They either rely on a photo or a text from a trade and don't even ask the tenant for their feedback. And some who will expect a 20-year-old house with a tenant living in it for half of its life look brand new when the tenants vacate because they don't understand the concept behind fair wear and tear. There is such a big difference when choosing between a property manager and an investment specialist or an expert within their field. There is also a massive risk on your investment where you will lose thousands going with a cheaper agency or not doing your research on the best agency in your area for what you want out of your investment. Because I can tell you, we aren't all the same. And we aren't all trained to follow legislation or to work within best practices. And some who just don't have the actual experience needed to help a client within their investment journey. You really need to decide what you want out of your investment and what team you want supporting you with that goal. Whether that is including your buyer's agents or your mortgage broker. Having the best people work with you will only ever work in your favor. I am very fortunate to be working alongside Oliver from Living Property and James from Electo Finance because when I need to understand a specific situation for a client, I have the advice right at my fingertips and I've been able to see firsthand the work they have achieved for our clients and the growth they have in such a short amount of time. But again, both Oliver and James are experts within their fields and from their own personal and professional experiences. So whether you are focusing your investment on overall growth or yield, whatever it may be, you need to decide who is on your team. And who will help you achieve the financial success you want? And while you are doing that, see if you can find out if you have a property manager or an investment specialist. What is it for you? An expert or a generic property manager? Thank you for listening. 
My main focus is on growing our clients' investments, so our audio or style may be a bit choppy as I'm not a professional speaker, but I'm committed to being transparent with my communication with our clients, including you as our listener. Thanks for listening to Talking Property Management with Samantha Eason, and don't forget to visit us online at exclusivelymanaged.com.au.